0: WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. That's WonderfulPistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1353, Metabolism and Weight Loss, How to Boost Metabolism, Five Things You Need to Know, by Mary Grace Taylor with dietspotlight.com, and I'm Dr. Neil. Hello, happy Sunday, and happy Mother's Day to all the amazing mothers out there and welcome back to optimal health daily where i simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free this is kind of like an audiobook but with articles instead and from a bunch of different authors and always with permission from the site and with a bit of my commentary at the end now on fridays i do something a little different i answer your questions right here on the show you can send me a question by going to oldpodcast.com/ask Or you can email your question directly to health at oldpodcast.com. And with that, let's jump right in and hear today's article and continue optimizing your life. Metabolism and Weight Loss, How to Boost Metabolism by Mary Grace Taylor with dietspotlight.com. Why does it seem like some people can scarf down whatever they want and still stay slim? while for others, even the smallest indulgence appears to send the scale upwards. It all comes down to likely one thing, metabolism. A scientist might tell you that metabolism is the series of chemical reactions in a living organism that create and break down energy necessary for life. But in layman's terms, it's merely the rate at which your body converts food into energy, or burns calories. Some of us have speedy metabolisms, and some of us have slower ones. Whatever your metabolic rate is, it can have an impact on your ability to reach or maintain your goal weight, but it's not the only thing that matters. Here's a look at how it all works and just how big of a role your metabolic rate plays in weight loss. Plus, I'll add the simple changes you can make to give your body's calorie burning capacity a boost. How does metabolism work? Your metabolism is the rate at which your body burns calories. Your total daily expenditure, or The total number of calories you burn in a day depends on three main factors. For starters, your body uses up tons of energy every day to support all of your essential functions from breathing to growing and repairing cells to signaling different hormones. This is called your basal metabolic rate and it accounts for anywhere from 60 to 75% of the calories you burn daily. Even if you were to spend the entire day hanging out on the couch or lying in bed, your body would still burn these calories. Then, there are the calories you burn while performing daily activities. Everything you do from walking to your car to doing the laundry to digesting food all require energy from calories. In general, these activities burn anywhere from 100 to 800 calories per day. Finally, you also burn some calories from exercise, but how much depends on the length and intensity of your workout. For instance, running for an hour will burn more calories than walking briskly for 20 minutes. Metabolism and weight loss. Your metabolic rate determines the amount of energy or calories your body burns through each day, and every metabolic rate is different. Having a slower metabolic rate might mean that you gain weight more quickly or that you have to work harder to slim down. And if you have a faster metabolic rate, you might have an easy time keeping excess weight off or even struggle to put weight on. So what determines the speed of your metabolic rate? Several different factors play a role. Genetics. These are the traits passed down by your parents and grandparents. Whether they're naturally lean, somewhere in the middle, or on the heavier side, there's a good chance that you turned out the same way. Then there's body size. Larger people burn more energy than smaller folks, even when they aren't exercising. Then there's body composition. Muscle tissue burns more calories than fat tissue. The more muscle mass you have, the higher your metabolic rate will be. And let's not forget gender. Since men tend to be larger and more muscular than women, they also tend to have faster metabolisms. And finally, age. Metabolism starts to slow down as we get older, in large part, that's due to declining muscle mass. Unless you're young and muscular and have great genes, this might make it seem like you're doomed to struggle with your weight. But thankfully, that's not the case. Lifestyle habits like what you eat and how much you exercise can have a significant impact on the scale. That means you can likely still achieve a healthy weight even if your metabolism leans towards the slower side. You might need to work a bit harder to get and stay there though. And the opposite is just as true. Even most people with naturally quicker metabolisms can't eat whatever they want and expect to stay lean, especially as they get older. Calculating metabolic rate for weight loss everyone's metabolic rate is a little bit different. Still, having a rough idea of how much energy your body spends daily can help you determine how many calories you need and the cuts you need to make to lose weight. So if you wanna know roughly what your metabolic rate is, and if it's safe to do so, grab a calculator, a pen or a pencil, and a piece of paper. You can determine your metabolic rate with these formulas. So if you identify as a woman, here's the formula that you need to identify your metabolic rate take 9.99, multiply that by your weight in kilograms, add that to 6.25 times your height in centimeters, then subtract that from 4.92 times your age in years minus 161. If you identify as male, here's the formula that you'll need. 9.99 times your body weight in kilograms, plus 6.25 times your height in centimeters, subtract that from 4.92 times your age in years, and then add five. If hearing those numbers is enough to make your brain hurt, there are many online calculator tools that use this same formula. How to boost metabolism. Eating right and exercising regularly are the two main tools that can help you achieve or maintain your goal weight. But if you're looking for an extra edge, you could try taking steps to boost your metabolism. On their own, these actions might not amount to much, but when combined with a sensible diet and exercise routine, they can add up to more significant metabolic benefits. One, pump some iron. Consider adding some resistance exercises to your workout routine to build more lean muscle tissue. Remember, muscle burns more energy than fat, about three times more, according to some experts. So the more of it that you have, the faster your metabolic rate will be. Don't worry about trying to transform into a bodybuilder. Aiming for two strength training sessions per week is a great place to start. Two, eat enough protein. Aim to have a serving of lean protein like three to four ounces of lean meat or a cup of plain Greek yogurt or half a cup of beans at each meal. Protein is the building block of muscle, so getting enough can help maintain your body's lean muscle tissue especially when consumed after resistance training. But that's not all. Protein-rich foods also require slightly more energy for your body to digest compared to foods that are mostly carbohydrates or fat. That's why research ties high-protein diets, which is around 30% of your daily calories coming from protein, to more significant fat loss than high-carbohydrate diets. Three, have more whole grains. Reach for whole wheat bread or whole wheat pasta, Brown rice or quinoa over the white stuff. Doing so could help your body torch nearly 100 more calories per day, according to a recent study at Tufts University. Why? Whole grains are rich in fiber, which the body expends lots of energy trying to digest. You'll also find fiber in fruits and vegetables, beans and legumes, and nuts and seeds, so eat up. 4. Drink enough water. When your body is dehydrated, all of its essential functions slow down. That includes your metabolic rate, which can drop by around 3%, but each time you drink, your metabolism gets a boost. A study published in the Journal of Clinical Endocrinology and Metabolism found that guzzling two cups of water temporarily boosted participants' metabolisms by as much as 30%. Five, fidget more. Bouncing your leg or twiddling your thumbs doesn't count as exercise, of course, but believe it or not, these little movements can add up to more calories burned over the day, When Mayo Clinic researchers compared slim subjects to obese ones, they found that the slim ones burned around 350 more calories daily just from fidgeting. And six, get enough sleep. Skimping on snooze time doesn't just leave you feeling crummy the next day. It could also mess with your calorie burn. Though the relationship between sleep and weight loss is complicated, research shows that sleep deprivation sets off a cascade of hormonal changes that can put the brakes on calorie burning. The lesson aim to get seven to eight hours of shut-eye per night. The bottom line on metabolism and weight loss. There are lots of factors that can affect your metabolic rate and in turn, how easy or difficult it is for you to lose weight. Some of them, like age and genetics, can't be changed. But there are still plenty of things you can do to boost your body's calorie-burning ability, like increasing your lean muscle tissue, choosing the right foods, staying hydrated, and getting enough sleep. Still, remember, The cornerstones of any weight loss plan are eating less and moving more. By doing these things, you'll burn more calories than you take in, which is the ultimate key to weight loss success. You just listened to the post titled Metabolism and Weight Loss, How to Boost Metabolism by Mary Grace Taylor with dietspotlight.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. Dr. Neal here for my commentary. I often get asked this question. If you had to decide for weight loss what to do, restrict calories or exercise more, which one would be better? And what I tell them without even thinking is restricting how many calories you eat. That's because it's so much easier to, let's say, not have that soda instead of going out and running and trying to burn off the same number of calories that you would have found in the soda. Let me give you an example. A soda contains anywhere from 120 to 150 calories. How long would it take you to run those 125 to 150 calories off? That would require a lot of work. Depending on your age, how much muscle you currently have, the speed and intensity in which you were running, all of those would definitely play a role in how many calories you burn during that run, but it would probably take you 30 to 45 minutes at a minimum and up to 60 minutes or more. But how much easier would it be to just not have that soda? You just saved yourself 150 calories instead of now having to go out and jog for 45 minutes to burn it off. That's why there's so much attention paid to diets when it comes to losing weight. It's because that's where the concentrated source of calories come from, our food, obviously. It's much harder to burn that off. But as today's author described so well, there are things we can do to influence our metabolism so that we burn more calories all the time. And yes, resistance training definitely helps. So when people are trying to lose weight and they tell me, oh yeah, I walk every day. And I ask them, are you doing any resistance training? They're like, no, well, let's try and fit that in. That's gonna help speed things up for you. And in fact, there's an organization called the National Weight Control Registry. They've studied over, I think now, 60,000 people and have watched them for over two years. And what they found is that those who were successful with keeping their weight off, specifically at least 30 pounds or more, they've lost at least 30 pounds or more, kept it off. What they found was the two biggest predictors for their success, which two behaviors were the best for their success, they found that number one was exercise and number two was actually social support. And so yes, diet is important, that was number three, but to keep people on track, social support and staying active because then everything else sort of follows. I know for me, when I exercise in the morning, I think twice about what I'm putting in my body the rest of the day. It's like, I don't wanna spoil all that hard work. All right, that'll do it for the Sunday episode. I hope you're having a wonderful weekend. And again, a very happy Mother's Day, especially to my mom. And I'll be back here tomorrow as usual where your optimal life awaits.